Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hi. Hi, Desi. Um, okay, there's actually a lot of breaking news this morning. So I'm going to start with those stories yeah. before I get to what I'm calling like anal corner because there was a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of dildo and anus stories this week. <laughs> I'm sorry, but they got to they must be paid attention. So first up, this is a woman we've definitely commented on before, Sherry Papini. She is the woman who faked her own kidnapping in 2016. Today she was sentenced to 18 months in prison. Um, so you might remember this story was always very suspicious. I think a few months ago, she finally confessed that she had basically been behind the whole thing. Uh, her husband obviously divorced her almost immediately when she confessed to this. This is a Southern California, uh, story, but she's finally paying some consequences, um, for this. She, uh, as I said, will be spending 18 months in prison for, um, doing this whole hoax, I guess. I don't know what other word for it. Uh, but yeah, she, you might remember she disappeared for three weeks in 2016. Then she was found. She said that she was kidnapped by um, two Hispanic women. Um, and instigators then, I'm sorry, investigators found male DNA on her clothing. And that led her to an ex-boyfriend who she had actually been staying with. So... It was just a whole whole rigmarole. Embarrassing. And very embarrassing. Now, other other big crime and podcast news, serial podcast subject Adnan Saeed, his sentence has been vacated by a Maryland judge after the prosecutors requested it. So this is a huge deal. This story has been, I mean, it's just been around for so long, it seems. And obviously there has always been a lot of people fighting for, um, justice for Adnan, claiming that he is not guilty of the crime he was committed, uh, um, committed, convicted, uh, convicted of. Sorry, I'm like out of it. Um, so yeah, I mean it's a pretty big deal when prosecutors actually are like, we need to look into this more or yeah. redo this because that just doesn't happen. If anything, they're awful and do the opposite and right. try to hide shit, of course, because um, they don't want to own up to their mistakes. So. Oh, this this podcast came, podcast came out in 2014. Yeah. That's so crazy. That seems like a million years ago. Serial. Yes. So, I mean, some people think it started the whole true crime podcast, uh, whatever, hubbub. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's good news. We're all for justice happening. Yeah. If he's not guilty, he shouldn't be in prison for it. Um. So yeah, we'll we'll follow that story. Now, some other breaking news story. Do we ever talk about the queen dying? No. Why would we talk? I don't about know because it was pretty dying. big news but- that she died. <laughs> well, yeah. If you haven't heard, <laughs> what the fuck would we talk about that? Well, okay. We always mention when someone famous dies. Yeah, she is like a very she's big pretty celeb. famous. Uh, I was laughing at some of the people going to her funeral today where it was like, Sandra, oh, what the fuck she doing there? <laughs> Just like these random celebrities are yeah. at the funeral. Um, I was looking at some funny, some of the funniest tributes to the queen from like random brands. Wait, like American brands? All over the map. Like people who are like, we will not, these bike, someone had posted something where the bike racks were not being, uh, were not eligible to be used in while they had a day of mourning. I was like, you can't use a bike rack. And then obviously like things like Domino's, Pizza Hut, like just random American brands having these tributes. And then some pe- there was a there was a dildo company. No way. That actually was like, we won't be tweeting from this account for a day to honor the queen. One day. <laughs> One day of but, no, no dildo content. But tomorrow <laughs> we'll be back. We'll be back. And how they don't know that that's honoring the queen. Maybe she doesn't want them to stop <laughs> tweeting about dildos. No one knows. Now, 
there was some other juicy celebrity news that broke today while I was waiting for Rachel. Uh, I was looking for more stories. And this is a new breaking one that involves um, Maroon 5 singer Adam Levine. <gasps> this story is crazy. And it involves social media. It was a, It's like a viral TikTok that just leaked this morning. Where's this out of? This is out of Jezebel. So an Instagram model named... Um, Sumner Stroh spilled some tea on TikTok about her um, supposed affair with Maroon 5 frontman Adam Levine. And it gets crazier uh, than just that news because that's pretty like, okay, yeah, of course he's cheating on his wife. Um, Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's not surprising when a male celebrity cheats on his model wife necessarily, right? Well, it's not uncommon. It's not uncommon. It's not news, really. Right. right? It's not news. So so it gets worse for this guy. So this happened um, just three days after his wife, Bahati Prinsloo confirmed that she is pregnant with their third child. She posted a photo of her baby bump, whatever that's called, <laughs> on TikTok. And Stro, uh, she, she like laid into him this morning. So he apparently DM'd her on Instagram asking if she was okay with him uh, doing an unusual request. Here's his message verbatim. Okay, serious question. I'm having another baby, and if it's okay, if it's a boy, I really want to name it Sumner. Are you okay with that? Dead serious. Then he followed the message with a shrugging emoji. <laughs> I have a question. Yes. <laughs> is this before or after they had the affair? This is months after they stopped talking. Oh. <laughs> So, so they, he, this is months after they ended their year-long affair. He finally contacts her again with this request. Can we name the baby after you? Yes. Can I name my baby after you, the woman I had an affair with? Oh, wow. <laughs> so she obviously, she claims she took to TikTok because friends that she shared a, a screen grab with were planning on selling it to the tabloids. So she was forced to come out and do it herself. I have no idea if that's true. Um, she starts the TikTok saying, "Having I've been having an affair with a man who's married to a Victoria's Secret model. I was young. I was naive. And quite frankly, I feel exploited. Now, I have to say, I don't really feel like there was any sort of uh, indication that there's any exploitation here. She didn't work for him. Yeah. She's overage. She's not underage in any way. Right. She's an Instagram model, and I'm sure that they get hit on by all the time by celebrities, right? We've seen it a million times where it's some celebrity being like, hey, you're really hot. Right. Like that kind of message on Instagram. Yeah. I, I just don't feel like she's a victim in this circumstance. Like it's very easy to Google whether or not a celebrity is married. Yeah. And then she was with him for a year. I he, mean, he's come on. He's also very famously publicly been married to Bahati Prinsloo for many years. Yes, she's also a celebrity. I mean, this is not some like hidden normie right. he's married to that no one no one knew. Right. They're a celebrity couple. Right. Um, so I just wanted to put that uh, in there that I don't necessarily feel like there was anything exploitive here. That we know of, at that least. That we know of, that she hasn't put it out there. Right. And she makes it seem like... When her explanation of what was exploitation and manipulation was that she was didn't wasn't familiar with the scene yet, I guess the celebrity scene, and now she's more familiar as an Instagram model. Okay, I need to know what these models' lives are like because it's probably just like going to tons of parties, yeah, and like looking hot and being on Raya. That's like what I imagine <laughs> their life is. Um, so yeah, he he hasn't. Uh, released a statement about this. Um, it's definitely one of the more embarrassing affair reveals just based on his insane requests that yeah. he would name his child after her. Also Sumner, like why would you want to name your kid after Sumner Redstone too? <laughs> like, truly one of the ghoulish men in all of history. Like it's so weird. And just to be like, Hey, shrug emoji. Like, <laughs> The whole thing is very weird. I hate that he used the shrug emoji. That's also very like boomer or something. Like it's so old. Like <laughs> don't don't use the shrug emoji at me. Um, th- we do have another follow up story. Actually, a listener um, sent us this news from uh, her name is Erica, and she's from New Zealand. Guess Hi, who's Erica. back? 
It's the fucking um, wizard. I saw this. <laughs> he's running so, for mayor. He's running for mayor uh, in a small New Zealand town. He is 89 years old. I didn't know he was that old. I mean, he looks it. What was the original? <laughs> what was the original story? Was it? I remember this guy being like an eccentric, well-known New Zealand figure, and it was it was like he was stepping down from his position as the wizard. What was no. what was the story? I believe the story was that he was let go. He of was, his position. He was fired. Yes, I don't know if it was fired like he did anything wrong. They were just like cutting budget things, we, and he had been doing this for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's eighty nine. He's still kicking. He wants to be mayor of Brackenberry Channel. Uh, oh no, his that's his name. His name is Ian Brackenberry Channel. No, it's not. Yes, Look, it is. Look, he, I'm reading it right in in my face. Ian Brackenberry. <laughs> Because we don't want another, we don't want another, uh, what was that? Cummings bottom? What was it? <laughs> Cummings first. Cummings given, Givens coming. What was it? Coming. Christopher Biggins coming. Biggins coming. That's right. Christopher, Christopher Biggins, Biggins coming. coming. Okay. This is out of stuff.co. What is stuff.co? Look. This is an official it was New the Zealand only, paper. It was the only place that had this story. <laughs> This guy, I, I'm sorry. I'm just blown away that his name is, what was it again? I lost it. I'm so sorry. Ian Biggins Bottom. No. Ian's Biggins Bottom <laughs> Ch- coming. Channel. channel. Ian, his name is Ian Brackenberry Channel. Brackenberry. That's a good, that's like a name you make up if you're like, I need this character to be kind of like. Whimsical. Whimsical. Yeah. His name is Brackenberry. He's 89. Um. So yeah, I mean, he's standing on his record of experience. And being a self-proclaimed <laughs> he's wizard. a very happy man. He loves cheering people up. Um, his desire for pa- it's not a desire for power or material uh, reward. If he wanted that, he could have um, taken on the identity of a thought-provoking wizard who loves the fun of being alive and kicking in a free country. He already did that. Yeah. So, Wait a minute. I think this guy just wants attention. He's mad he got fired from mm. being wizard, and so he's running for mayor. So this is. Is it Christchurch? Yeah. The town? Uh-huh. So is that like the only, one of the only towns in New Zealand? Oh, boy. <laughs> so I feel like every story happens It's always Christchurch. Maybe that's the biggest town. I, which is, I, I actually thought it was a smaller town because I was like, who's going to vote for this dude? Unless it's like one of those like um, honorary mayor type things. It, here's, here's the reality. If you want to be beloved, don't run for mayor. Nobody likes the mayor. Unless it's like the cat. Where, like the, that cat's like a mayor somewhere. <laughs> well, that's what I was gonna say. The only mayors that people like are the honorary cat mayors. Yes, nobody likes the actual mayor. They all suck because they never do what we want, which is to make parking free. Yeah, <laughs> there's like only a few things mayors should do for us. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's get into this anal stuff. All right. Uh, famous last words. So this story. U.S. chess grandmaster furiously denies using anal beads to win match against world number one Magnus Carlsen um, and Elon Musk cracks jokes about this bizarre rumor. I don't... Fuck Elon Musk, first of all. I don't know why he was in the headline. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, So... This story has nothing to do with him. I don't know why they added it. Maybe for SEO. Probably. That he's like, oh, he tweeted about it. Like he made one tweet about it or something. Yeah. So obviously we don't often see big scandals coming out of the world of chess. No. It is a pretty quiet um, endeavor. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's, it's famously quiet, yeah. right? So... Um, Do people hoot and holler while they watch chess matches? I feel like it's one of those things where it's very quiet and then all of a sudden a move is made and everyone's like, oh, rah, 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 rah. Yeah. <laughs> there's like a murmur in the hall. That's as, <laughs> that's as loud and hyphy as it ever gets during a chess match is there's a murmur. Yes. And that's like extravagant. Yeah. So this is a 19-year-old grandmaster. Apparently he used anal beads and artificial intelligence to beat the world's top um, player. Speculation has grown online that this guy, of course, from San Francisco, 
<laughs> the wild ones, uh, a relative newcomer to the sport inserted wireless vibrating anal beads into his body before his victorious match against Magnus Carlsen. Magnus is a very chess player name. If you're named Magnus, you have to become a chess player. So basically people started speculating, like, how did this guy um, beat this winner? You know, Magnus, he's the best. Uh, and they just deter- and like, so he had set some, used a chess program to determine the perfect move for each um, board configuration. And then uh, the person he was working with sent an encoded instruction via the vibrating anal beads. This seems really hard to figure out. Like a Morse code? Yeah, like how to, because I'm just trying to figure, like, I would be like so obvious. Yeah. I'd be like, wait, hold on. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, how is this? Like, how do you feel this so intensely? I mean, obviously, I'm calling myself out here. I've never used vibrating anal beads. I don't know how you would feel it that specifically. Right. Because it seems like you could make a mistake easily. Easily. Like, you know, your tissue in your wall is a little thicker. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he- what, but what if also, what if you start getting off? Oh. What I mean- happens if you start, like... Yeah. You're getting into it and you just forget all about the chest that's happening right. in front of you. And his prostate is getting milked. <laughs> yeah. What then? What then? Uh, there's going to be a really loud bellow in the hall. Uh, it won't be related to a chess move. They shouldn't punish this guy because this is finally what's gotten me interested in chess. Absolutely. It's the best thing that's ever happened. Now, he denies it, but critics note that his ELO rating... Which What's is that? It's something that gauges the strength of a chess player shot to 2701 after his victory over Carlson from just 2484 uh, in January of 2021. Um, he had previously admitted to cheating during an online game when he was 12. That doesn't count. No. That's not the same as using anal beads. Um, so everyone's just struggling to see why he has um, improved so much. Uh, so I don't know how they made the leap to, he has vibrating anal beads. <laughs> Is that a common? <laughs> right. Because it's not like they discovered them on him that we know of. He's just, he's denying it. It's not he's like, denying it's it. not proven. Yeah. As this has somebody used this trick before. And he said, I will strip fully naked in front of everyone and spread to, so they can I will spread my cheeks. I will do it. I don't care because I know I am clean. You want me to play in a closed box with no uh, zero electronic transmission? I don't care. I'm here to win and that is my goal. So he's like check check my cavity. Check. I've got nothing up there. My anus is clean. My anus is clean. Uh so and then I saw today, I didn't read the story, but I saw that that guy Magnus Dropped out of a match like after the first move in a fit of anger. So maybe Magnus is having a little some issues, or maybe his anal beads malfunctioned. <laughs> yeah, that's like, I'm gonna try that trick too. That would be the real plot twist is if this whole time Magnus has been using the anal beads. Okay. So this kind of ties into a story that we did last when you did the last mini episode. Uh, another truck has crashed in Oklahoma. This one was filled with dildos and lube. I can't even tell you the amount of people that tagged us or yes. sent us this story. I got it. I had to do it. Everyone sent it to us. Where where did this happen? This is in Oklahoma. Uh, so a rollover on I-40 in Oklahoma set social media on fire after one of the trucks involved appeared to drop its load of dildos and lubricant onto the roadway. Now... Can you use Alfredo sauce as lube? I wonder. <laughs> this is a very funny story, but Alfredo sauce is still the funniest thing you can spill on a highway to me. To me. I like, yes, because it. I like anything food where you're seeing a massive amount of like food or sauce is very funny. The sauce is so funny to me. Yeah. I, I wish, I want more pictures. Of the Alfredo? I really want to see a thicker layer picture. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> wait, wait, where is this out of? This is out of Oklahoma News 9. Uh, so there are boxes of sex toys and um, tubes of lube scattered across the roadway. No injuries were reported. 
luckily. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> the police have not officially confirmed the contents of the truck, but um, the crash occurred near a major adult pr- product focused distri- distribution hub. So they're like, that's where it's coming from. They figured it out. I don't know why you wouldn't just tell us. I guess it's a lot of cardboard boxes. Um, Do we see any dildos in the road? Well, I think they're all packaged in like cardboard boxes because it's like a pack of 30. Do you know what I mean? They're not individually packed. I was assuming that it was like a whole bunch of loose dildos out in the road. I mean, that's the dream. Who amongst us haven't seen a dildo on the ground at some point in our life? We all have. I've seen numerous. Same. Yeah. Um, Okay, so a few more... um, stories this week. Um, a man shoved an eight inch deodorant can up his butt and left it there for three weeks. He finally had to go to the, um, oh my God, they have a video of it. I don't want to see that surgery. (laughs) Why would anyone see that? They're like warning video contains graphic content. Why why is that? Why why is that surgery? Why do we need to see that surgery? People will do anything for TikTok clout. He's 27 years old. Um, the doctors do not know why he stuck it up his anus, his butt, anus, his anus, in his anus, his rectum, his butt. I mean, I could, it's up I could there. take a gut. I could take a guess. <laughs> I mean, this is a classic case of doing something and then waiting too long to go to the hospital because you're embarrassed, right? And you're trying to get it out yourself. All of these people wait because it's wait. like you need to wait to the last possible second to finally go. In. You try everything right. to get it out. We never hear the success stories where it does work. No, and I'm sure that that happens a lot, right? Um, they did get it out, and they said they don't know why, but they're pretty sure it wasn't because he had a smelly bum. That's the doctor, a little doctor humor. <laughs> now, this other story, it's about a woman who, she also swallowed a lot of things, and they had to take them out of her anus. What well, wait? Um, she swallowed like sixty-six or fifty-five batteries. They were able to get most of them out of her stomach. And I'm only mentioning this story because I've never heard something described so disgustingly. Some of them went through her colon by the time they uh, got her in, and there was four batteries in her colon, and they had to um, milk them. They said out. Wait, this <laughs> <laughs> just. These stories you're doing today are fucking revolting. Wait, I, there were so many. I can't Every it. weird news site, it was like fucking more things up someone's ass. I was, just <laughs> like, I was like, okay, like, well, I guess it's a little dildo theme. Good for your little pun. You definitely got something. We got to work out something there. We gotta, Dildon't. How about that? Okay. That's the name of Dildon't. Dildon't. Um, yeah, the milking. I was like, milking? How dare you describe anything as milking? It is like one of the grossest words. It's such a gross word. Um, so yeah, that's what we got going on in the world of news. Um, great, great job. Great. <laughs> really, really great news stories this week. Thank you. I know I really did like it because it's like, some weeks are very barren. There was just so many things that I didn't even get to the food because I was like, eh, they're just not as good. Because it was like, oh, now what is um, Pizza Hut is going to do a, me- a pe- an Italian taco? Here's what I... Did you see that dumb story? Here's what I've <laughs> learned from covering food stories for so long because of this show. I think these big brands like Pizza Hut and Domino's and Taco Bell... It's a little annoying. I'm getting a little tired of their little f- gimmicks. Me too. I, that's why I didn't do that story because I read through and I was like, no, that's just, not even a real thing. I'm just too jaded. It's so easy to tell when someone just wants something to go viral on, online. And if you know anything about fast food, you know Taco Bell and Pizza Hut are owned by the same company. Yes. So there's no true rivalry happening there. No. It's all for publicity. Yeah. So sorry, Pizza Hut, Taco We're Bell. We're hip to We're it. We're on to you. So we'll take a break. Okay. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. 
Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I've had a really stressful year with work and family stuff, and I know I'm not alone when I say I tend to push that stress down in order to get what I need done, done, and that only makes things worse. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. In the past, therapy has helped me navigate many situations from helping me to set boundaries to just becoming the best version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I love that it's entirely online, so it's convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com HCS today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HCS. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Hi, Desi. Hi. <laughs> That's how we should start every entertainment corner after the break. Yeah, entertainment corner. Hi. Hi. Um so obviously we watched House of House of the Dragon last night. Great. Did episode. you watch it? Yeah, I did. Um dude, what's her name? Rhaenyra? Yeah. She wants Damon bad. So, Why won't she stop fucking with him? They're just so horny for each other. It's crazy because it's so equal. And if anything, she's more like, what are you waiting for? Here's like, the reality. Both of them are Targaryens. And Targaryens are like the most incesty people in Westeros. And, even more than the Lannisters. And Essos. <laughs> yeah, because the Lannisters, that was like a fluke. Yeah. The Lannisters, they were like shamed for their behavior. Right. But Targaryens, it's in their DNA. They love incest. And that's how they keep that hair in check. Right. Can't bring any other genes <laughs> to keep that bleach blonde hair. This is before purple shampoo. Absolutely. Um, now, one thing I was confused by, I, I don't, why did he kill his wife? Or whatever that happened there. Because he's a dick and he just wants runestone. Okay. He so wants to inherit, inherit Runestone. He doesn't okay. care I feel about like her. I missed that storyline somewhere. I guess it wasn't that big of one. She literally just showed up this <laughs> yeah. episode. I was confused. I was like, who is this? Is that Yara? I, that's who I thought it was because it was definitely in the vein of a Yara type she character. She had Yara vibes. Yes. She was like a tough chick. She was a little butch. She's a little butch and she was uh, confrontational. Yeah. Uh, it was nice to meet her. I'm sorry she's gone. Uh, but that's the way it is in Westeros. Um, people will kill you just to move up, <laughs> like in the world. There's just like, yeah. They every everybody everyone wants that Iron Throne. Um, no, it was definitely a shocking episode. There was a lot of stuff that came out of nowhere for me. Like, yeah, I don't want to give too much away, but uh, yeah. I mean, I did think last night. I was like. 
this is definitely um, Game of Thrones trashier little sister because <laughs> it's like not as highbrow at all. Yeah. Which is fine. Oh, like I, I said, care. I don't care at all. But it was last night I was like, oh yeah, this is definitely like, like definitely a little trashier. And I'm so on board. Yeah, me too. I'm I don't 100%, care. I'm hundred percent. I hope it goes for eight seasons. It's, I mean, sure. I'll, I'm on board. Because they're, um, they're switching up the main actress soon, I think. They're doing a time jump next episode. Is it next episode? And we, yeah. we love this young actress who plays Renera. She's so great. She's great. Uh, I know that, I think the new actress is well known. I know her from something. I can't remember her name. It's like Emma something. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. I thought Damon would be long gone, but he's still kicking around. He's not going anywhere. He's yeah. the main antagonist. Absolutely. So someone I saw someone except tweet- for that Otto guy. He's he's actually like the uh, Damon's an antagonist, but Otto the ki- the hand of the king who got fired last last week. He he's an antagonist, but like he's like irritating. Well, he's like Oh, you know who's a new antagonist, though? That guy from the garden who was just like creeping around the garden. Yeah, that guy's too nosy. <laughs> that guy's nosy as fuck. He was like, he. They, it's like they were trying to make a Viserys. What's his name? Viserys? Yeah. It was like they were he, trying they to make were. a low budget. <laughs> it was like a low budget version of that. Yeah, they're like, this guy's also gay. <laughs> like, and he was so obvious in his manipulation, too. I was like, what are you doing, Allison? Like, right. I mean, he, he was like, there was nothing subtle about him at all. Like, oh, Jen, I just revealed something. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, why are you even in the garden? Yeah, just he's lurking around. He could never be Viserys. Wait, not Viserys. It's, what the fuck is that guy's name? The bald guy. The bald, he was amazing. He's one of the he's great my characters. Favorite, one of my favorite characters. He's Littlefinger's friend. <laughs> they're, they're buddies for they're a while. Buddies. They were buddies because they both had tea. I like both of them, and they knew how to do lurking and yeah. picking up gossip yeah. and being subtle about their manipulations. Right. Um, but yeah, so what else did we watch? The Wire. Oh, you're still watching The Wire? Well, I just got into The Wire. Yeah. I've never watched The Wire before. Yes. I'm on season two now. Oh, you are? The docs. It's the docs. <laughs> the doc season. And... Pablo Schreiber is in this season. I kept trying to figure out, and, and I just finally learned this like very recently, a few episodes ago, but I was like, who is that guy? He looks so familiar. And then Brendan was like, it's it's Pablo Schreiber. I was like, oh, it is Pablo Schreiber. It's like the first time I knew he, who he was. Yeah. Um, I saw that a very long time ago. And then when I saw him and knew things where I was like, this guy's hot. I was like, oh, that's the guy. Like I also had to reconnect. I was like, because he looks different now, obviously. His brother, the guy who or his cousin, the guy who plays his cousin, he has such a like sick Baltimore accent. I really like this season. Um yeah. I feel like sometimes people are like, what? Because it takes you out of what happened. Because it's the really world, because you get so like into the world of the first season. Yes. So it's and, definitely a departure. And those characters are obviously still around in the second season, yeah. but it's not it's just not it's not the same storyline obviously that we're following. Yes. Um yeah, it's different and I'm enjoying it a lot. It's good. Our friend, friend of the pod, Matt Lieb has a podcast called Pod Yourself a Gun and since they finished their Sopranos, like they recap the Sopranos, but they finished the Sopranos, so now they're doing The Wire. Pod yourself the wire, but they still they are still doing song parodies. I only say because the wire, their theme song is really good, and they also switch it up every season. Yes, it slightly changes. It's like a new artist doing it, right? It's like Steve Earle one year, and like some blues old time blues band one year, right? When you walk through the. <laughs> okay. I just remember that that that's like a funny song. I think to parody. <laughs> Here's I haven't listened to the wire their wire iteration yet because I wanted to like watch some of it first. Oh, totally. But I what was I going to say? Oh, I don't like the version of the wire theme song in season 2. It's like too it's like calm down, Dr. John. I don't know who's singing it. Oh. 
There, I do remember the first time I changed, I got very irritated. I, I'm just not used to it. No, I need to it's look partially up. it's not being used to it. The Wire season two theme song. Who does that? Is it Dr. John? I could be told. It's probably like some legendary like blues well, singer. I'm Dr. Being- John is legendary for some people. <laughs> it's, it is fucking Tom Waits. Oh. I knew it was fucking Tom Waits. Yeah. That's what I, I thought it was from the beginning. And then I'm like, maybe it's Dr. John. Well, they all have that like booze-soaked, gravelly, smoker, I, froggy I, voice. I love Tom Waits as a hot man, but I'm not into his music. I'm, no. I'm sorry. He's hot as a person. Yes. But... I don't like his music. I've never just like put on a Tom Waits album. No, me either. And don't and believe me, I've, I've yeah, I've dated enough men before that you don't need to put on. Tell me to listen to an album and like try this. No, I've heard it. No one's ever going to convince anyone <laughs> that they haven't heard the right album. Men love doing that, <laughs> and it's do. like no, it's never worked. <laughs> Has anyone ever been like, I hate this person? Oh, damn, you changed my mind. <laughs> I just had to listen to their 54th album. Like, those all, those people always have like 100 albums and like 20 different phases. It's like, no, that's their electronic phase. You got to listen to this. It's like too much to go through. It's not worth it. I just, I, yeah, don't try and convince me because I'm just, it's not the kind of music I put on to just like, we appreciate him out. as an artist. Even I totally though we don't do. Like it. It's not my taste. I can do that. Um, I watched, I went back to watching thrillers because I look, I found a list like movies. Yeah. I'm really into that lately. So I watched a movie called the gift. Did you see that movie? Wait a minute. Hold on. I don't know if that is Tom Waits in the... <laughs> what? Why can't I just get a straight answer? It should be like on the wire website. I need to know who's, who sings the second season. I think Tom Waits does do um, a version. For five seasons, Way Down in the Hole, originally recorded by Tom Waits... Why can't I just get a fucking list? Oh, so he did... Okay. Did he do the first theme song? A different recording was used for each stories. So in order, The Blind Boys of Alabama, Tom Waits did season two. Okay, The Neville Brothers did three, Domage four, and Steve Earle did five. Sorry, Tom Waits. I don't like your version. His is the... He wrote it, and his is the worst version. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So the gift. I'm so sorry. I love the gift. Which, it was good. Which, wait, which there's two movies called The Gift that I actually oh. like. Well, this is the I, newer I like both, one. Oh, the Jason newer one's Bateman. great. I like it. I never saw it before, and it was on like almost all the list of like 2000s thrillers. I hadn't even heard of it. Really? I mean, I was vaguely like familiar with the Jason Bateman, but I like that actress too, Rebecca Hall. She's in a lot yeah, of good she's movies. Good. So I watched that. Okay. Before you move on. The Gift, the Jason Bateman movie is good. There's another movie that came out in like 2000 with Kate Blanchett called The Gift. Oh, I know that one. <laughs> that one's good <laughs> Where she's good like too. a psychic. Yeah. Yeah. That one's really good. Very different movie, but also good. Um, that's why I think I got confused when I kept seeing it on the list because I knew the Kate Blanchett one and I was like, what's The Gift? Like wait, That movie's older. Uh, so I just like had no, it's very, um, it's very good. It's, I enjoyed it. It's, it's right up my alley. It, it keeps you uh, invested. It's not that long. And then I also rewatched Double Jeopardy. <laughs> I saw. I rewatched that recently too. I was just thinking like Bruce Greenwood is the ultimate sleazy husband actor. He's so like sleazy. he's so good in those roles as like the fucking husband who's like a fuck up in some way. Yeah. But he's rich and he's always fucking the wife over. He's perfect for that. Um, I think, is that the only two I watched? I feel like there was one more. No, I'm just, yeah, that's all. That's all I've been watching. If you want to hear us recap thrillers, join the Patreon. Oh yeah. We're going to be watching those. Not those movies, but. Well, those, those ones that for this month. The, the ones for this month. We haven't done that. We're, we're, 
I haven't checked. It's, it's <clears throat> yesterday. It's so, I, yesterday the poll ended, so you can't vote for, for September's poll anymore. But every month at the ten dollar tier, you can vote for the movie that the two movies we're going to recap for Patreon. Yeah. And this month it's going to be a perfect murder, right? Did you look it up? That's well, what those I was gonna, two were like in the lead. We don't know. Something crazy could have happened <laughs> yesterday. Everyone could have spammed the Everyone vote. Everyone could have spammed disclosure. <laughs> that was another option. That didn't, oh, yeah. Okay. So we're going to recap The Glass House, which starring Lily Sobieski, which came out in 2001, and A Perfect Murder starring Michael Douglas and Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I watched the trailer for The Glass House. It's it's I was laughing because I didn't realize it was a glass house that was also owned by people whose last name was Glass. <laughs> <laughs> Until I watched the trailer and I was like, oh, so it's the glass house. They also a house made of glass. <laughs> they could have just picked one of those things. I know. I was laughing because it was so absurd. To Why make does it- <laughs> their name also have to be Glass? Uh, yes. So just from watching the trailer, I was like, yeah, this movie seems very... I already, I'm like, I already see all these twists coming. Like, it's got a lot of twists to it, just based on the trailer. I saw it, but a long time ago. So I'm excited to rewatch it. Um, I did want to see... There's a few horror movies coming out that it looked good to me. Um, the... What's it called? Smile. Did you see the trailer for that? I haven't, but I do want to see that. It's one of those movies that's the trailer, it kind of starts off like, eh. And then there was like some part in it where I was like, oh, because it had like a deeper level to it or something that made it more than just a um, slasher type movie. So that looked really interesting to me. I'm kind of curious about The Invitation, even though it looks like a little derivative. I'm still probably going to watch it because I like, um, what was that movie, Ready or Not? Yeah. I liked that one. I like Ready or Not. It seems kind of similar to that. And it also has the same title as another movie I liked. Did you see the Invitation movie that came out in like 2017 or something? Yeah, that's what I just said. It has the same title as a movie I did like, The Invitation, right? Yeah, Yeah, that was the name. I love that movie. I do too. That that movie is great. It's great. Uh, I don't know why more people don't watch that movie. It's so creepy. It's so and well done. It's so well done. Um, yeah. Was there another horror movie? Oh, I almost watched this movie, The Beast, but then I was like, no. It's about like lions attacking Idris Elba. <laughs> By the way, I've just had so much Idris Elba content. Oh, yeah. Watching The Wire, and it's great. He's so hot in The Wire. I he, mean, that's like where I first knew who he was. It's like... It should be illegal how hot he is. Uh, he's just uh, Stringer Bell is so hot, he's and he's so like hot, really hot character too. Like yeah. as the character, not just Idris. That was also a mind. Bl- that's like the mind blowing thing. I remember watching The Wire back in the day, and then seeing interviews with the actors and realizing half of them were British. Dude, the Brits are <laughs> such good actors. I'm I know. Serious. I was just like, holy shit! Like he's just so good. Um. Yeah. And Peter Baelish, what's his name? Aiden something? I don't know. He's always Littlefinger to me. He's Littlefinger. See, I knew him before Littlefinger, though. So that was, I was like, that's the mayor of Baltimore. <laughs> it's like always the, the order you watch things yes. can really like taint the way you see things. Yeah. Like, or how you hated McNulty in The Affair, or you thought he was repulsive. Ugh. But now you can see he's hot in he's, The Wire. He's like, hot in The Wire, even though he's still a dumbass. He's totally dumb. He's a dumbass. That's a great thing about The Wire is they really show how stupid cops are. Like, well, there's nothing about McNulty that is exceptional. None of them. Yeah. I mean, like, really, like, it's like whenever they do, like, any good police work or whatever, it's like, whoa, like, wow. It's accident. You it's did like your fucking job. Well, we've seen that in cases, too, where investigators, basically someone involved in the case gives them the break. Like they didn't come up with it on there. It's like luck a lot of times. And I like the wire too, because it shows you how like like lazy they are They're a lot so of times. Lazy. Which is fine. I'm lazy too. But if you <laughs> But no one's job- putting me as a hero. 
if your job is to solve someone's murder, I don't want to hear that you were bitching about it. Someone's loved one, and they're like, oh, I got to do all this paperwork. Ugh. Yeah, like, just to see how lazy they are is always so funny to me, because it's like, yeah, that's accurate, that's I'm sure. That's so accurate. Um, I, I, in fact, I've had cops tell like not that I'm like always almost arrested but a few times they're like I don't want to fill out the paperwork just go <laughs> like it's not worth the paperwork right for me to deal with you right now like when I was younger I was like fine I don't care <laughs> I don't care why you do it <laughs> you lazy bitch <laughs> I almost hit a cop car once and it didn't happen but that's why he didn't want to fill out the paperwork because I guess it was a more big deal. Yeah. It was like almost a car accident. But who the hell knows? They're all such liars. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, so yeah, that's all I've been watching. I'm glad you're finally watching The Wire. It's great. It's very good. Everyone's telling the truth about it. It's good. It's a good show. Yeah. And it's like, there's not, it's not that long. There's only five seasons and there's only like 12 episodes a season. So it's very easy to get through for yeah. sure. Um, I'm excited because the next few seasons are really good. Yeah, I'm excited too. What'd you eat? Well, we probably didn't talk about our oyster oh, yeah. dinner, right? Oh, yeah. Well, we didn't even have oysters. No, but it's called, what is it called? The Lonely Oyster. Aww. Why is it called that? It's Who's lo- lonely? Why is the oyster lonely? Because they're in their little shell by themselves. <laughs> I, always think, I always think of the sad... Cute oysters in Alice in Wonderland, the Disney version. Oh, I I almost just brought up something because I went to a restaurant in Seattle that was called something that was based on that the oysters. Really? It was. It, I can't remember. There's something. It's like the walrus and the oyster, or the walrus and the carpenter. That's yeah, the that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't involve oysters. Yes. Okay. The restaurant was called the Walrus and the Carpenter, and the fucking walrus. Eats all the oysters. Okay. So I went to that restaurant. I was like, why the fuck is it called the walrus and the carpenter? <laughs> so I was like, maybe there's some story we don't know that is about a lonely oyster yeah. <laughs> in literature or something. Yeah. Um, but there's also a restaurant in LA called the Found Oyster. I know. And, I, oh, and I've been getting those two confused because when you said you wanted to go to the restaurant, I was like, oh, Found Oyster, because we've been meaning to go there forever. Yes. Now that might be a place we can go now if they're more open. Because I think previously it seemed like kind of a nightmare because they didn't have a lot of seating because of COVID. Um, So I don't know. But uh, yeah, I really, it made me, that place made me want more lobster in my life. I want like a lobster roll. I know, me too. Did you ever eat those lobster cakes you got? I did. They were so mediocre. Oh, really? They weren't even mediocre. They weren't good. It's oh. unfortunate. And they were frozen at if I got at Whole Foods. But I was really bummed because it was mostly breading. Oh. And they were expensive for two of them. It was. I would have thought they would have been at least mediocre. Because it's a good brand, too. They were below mediocre. Ugh. I was really disappointed. And it was mostly breading. We should make uh, something... Can yeah. we can we buy lobster meat? Like I don't want to cook the whole lobster. I don't know because Ina Garten, whenever she like makes her lobster cob salad Ooh. on her show, she's always like, I just went down to the market and got a bunch of bulk lobster meat. Like, can I right. just buy that? Somewhere? But that might be an East Coast thing. I know because she the, lives in the Hamptons. She's in the fucking Hamptons. Yeah, and I I bet you she gets it at the Lobster Roll. Is that the name of the shop? That's member in the affair. Oh, she yeah. works there, but that's a real place. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And I used to buy it too on my way back home. I would get um, like a quart of lobster salad mm. and just eat it in the car right home. <laughs> it was like so expensive, but I was like, I need this. Like, mm. it was so good. So, yeah, we should figure out where we can get lobster. I just don't feel like cooking whole lobsters and dealing with that. Because um, I think we could make our own lobster rolls. Yeah, I don't want to cook them myself. Fuck that. No. I'll I just buy want it. the bulk meat. We'll pay extra. We'll pay extra for you to give me the meat. <laughs> I, so, yeah. I ate a pie. Oh, yeah. I ate a fucking house. My friend had a party the other night, and um, we were lazy, and we were like not... We weren't going to... We, we were going to be really ambitious and make all the appetizers and like food, finger foods ourselves. And then at the last minute, we're like, let's just order a bunch of like Mediterranean food. Where did you order from? This place called JoJo's. 
in Hollywood. I had never had it before. It was good though. It was really good. And, um, and then we were like, I was like, well, we need something sweet. Rachel to the rescue. (laughs) I was like, we need something sweet. And we went to Gelson's and there was like nothing (gasps) good to get that was sweet. Yeah. That we wanted. And so we ordered from House of Pies Mm. and, Nobody ate, like, we didn't put the pies out. It's one of those things where, like, just no one, everyone had, like, eaten all the, like, I mean, there was a ton of food that we had, and my friend literally just sent me home with a pie, an entire pie. What kind? Pecan. Ooh. So I ate, like, half of a pecan pie Mm. in the last two days. Was it good? It was good, yeah. It was not good on the third day. Oh. It had gotten not good by that point. Did it get, like, wet? Yeah, it was really wet. <laughs> it totally got wet. I know that. I you know, know that. what I'm talking yeah, about. With certain pies, it's just like it was. Yeah, it was past its prime. But the first day, that first night, when he sent me home with that pie, pecan pie is so good. It's and really it, it's good. It's like I like pecan pie because it's so easy to cut a slice and hold it and, and hold eat it and eat it. You like don't a need pizza. a plate. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. a solid piece. Yeah, it's very nice. Uh, and almost every pecan pie is pretty good. Yeah, because it's all the exact same recipe. Yeah, this one was very sweet. They could they like they could cut the sugar a tiny bit on this, but it was still delicious. I think as far as pies go, that one's always going to be kind of edible to me, no matter where it's from. Whereas other places, like I've been to House of Pies, I don't really like many of their pies, but I can see the pecan being edible. Absolutely. Yeah. But their fruit pies, I probably don't like. I might like their cream pies, depending. Yeah, but you're right. Pecan pie, it always has the same ingredients in it. So There's it's, not much variation. It's really hard to fuck it up. Yeah. As long as it's remotely fresh, yeah. it's going to be pretty good. The um, crust was nice and salty, which I appreciated. Ooh. Yeah, I could picture it being overly sweet. Mm. What are you going to do? It was Look, it was fun for me when I got home at night, and I yeah. watched The Wire, and I ate a slice of that pie. Yeah. That was nice for me. It's very nice. I'm trying to think if I ate anything else interesting. No. <laughs> no? Not really. This is just dead air. This is just dead air as we think about what we ate. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new segment. We're not Are even... we going to do a Rosh Hashanah? Yeah, we're going to do Rosh Hashanah dinner. Okay, so we need to plan that. My and mom's that will coming. Be... She is? Yeah, I oh forgot. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, so, so That's party. That's so exciting. Party with my mom. Okay. So we really now we really need to plan some good now shit. Now we need to plan some good shit. I'm so not you're serving help me cook, Stella right? anything subpar. I agree. It needs to be fucking top tier. I was thinking of making like we gotta figure out some kind of sweet thing to make. Um if we don't do like a Russian apple cake, we'll do something else. I don't care. Okay. Yeah. But we're gonna make challah bread. Okay. So if you wanna help me cook all no, day. No, let's let's cook all day. Come on, come we'll over like- and what is it, Saturday? It's soon. No, it's, it's Sunday. It's very fucking it's Sunday. soon. It's Sunday. I just looked it up. Dude, we got... We got a plan. We got to plan this shit. Okay. Okay, we'll come up with a whole menu. And we'll tell you all about it. We'll tell bye. you. Bye. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 